to the Meaningful Marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real life stories. Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello, and welcome to Masoni and Marshall, a meaningful marketplace. Thanks for joining us while we hear the stories of female food entrepreneurs. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Masoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. It's always nice to see you on Friday, Sarah. I know. It's a great way to start my weekend of work, but uh, it feels like this is a really fun like kickoff <laughs> to getting into the food world weekend I I'm have going on. I'm feeling kind of nervous right now. Why? Because I don't know what you're going to ask uh, me. <laughs> I always tell Sarah that she's not allowed to talk to me until we come on the show because I don't want to spoil anything. She lo- so yeah. I'm I only I always go off um, what I know that you did this week. So I'm going to ask you about the OSU Harvest Dinner. Oh, OSU Harvest Dinner down in Aurora at the Agricultural Experiment Station. We're celebrating Oregon's agriculture, really. Yeah. And the the governor was there. That's so cool. Yeah, and Alexa from the Department of Ag, she's in she's like the director of Department of Ag was there and um all sorts of people involved in agriculture came and had a nice dinner that was prepared by a catering company and it was under a big white tent. That's cool. It looked really fun. I've been to some of the um I don't know if I've been to the harvest dinner, but I've been to some of the dinners that OSU puts on and the Food Innovation Center puts on. And it's really nice because you get to sit down with people that are producing things here in Oregon and you get yeah. to talk to them about farming and ranching. I met this really awesome rancher when I went to the one in um in uh, you were all over the place. I know. It I've was been a to couple a few. years ago. So, where we were traveling around the state, we had a specially pl- uh, specially crop block grant. Yeah, and that allowed us to travel to six different regions. Yeah, it's two so summers fun. I in was a row in Madras. Yeah, that's, that's right. And it was so cool. I met so many nice people that mm-hmm. had like farms out there, and it was like it's like you hear about this different part of Oregon. Yeah, that you they, don't even know, you know what, what they, they grow. grow in Madras. Carrot seed. That's what I learned, which there. is so wild. It was so it's crazy. Like, what carrot seed? You don't really think that that would be like a whole crop experience, and then when you drive through, you're like, oh yeah, that is carrot seed. That's <laughs> where I actually bought your book. Oh yeah, that was. I think that's that was my very first event where yeah. I had my books. Yep, yeah. I bought your book there, and you uh, signed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thank you for helping me fill these pages." <laughs> yeah, it was cold there. It was cold that night. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. We had a good turnout. Usually, have over hundred people show up. And are those um, harvest dinners? Can anybody go to them, or do they just have to be? Uh, some of them or? you can buy tickets. Recently, we had the Oregon State. Um, it's called the OSU Foundation, which is a fundraising part of uh, the university, and they hosted two different dinners this summer. One was at the OSU Food Innovation Center, and one was in Corvallis at OSU. And those were by invitation. Oh, and yeah. I think you could buy tickets. Well, if there's another one coming up that people can go to, we should let our listeners know so people can join because it is really fun. Did you have a favorite bite of the night? Uh, oh, well, we had the the seafood noodles. Oh, yeah. Which are made from surimi, and they were designed at the OSU um, Seafood Lab. And then I believe Trident purchased or made an agreement and they're manufacturing and selling them now. That's so cool. Yeah, they're actually really, really good. They're super high in protein, almost zero carbs and they are really delicious noodles. Yeah. I've had them before at the last dinner. Yeah. They're really, I was like surprised. At first when I 
thought about it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. <laughs> no, they don't taste fishy or anything. They don't, but that's what no. you think. You think they're going to, you know? Yeah, it's a great source of protein for yeah. sure. Well, awesome. Thanks, Sarah. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for telling us about the Harvest Dinner. Uh, so today's food news, uh, we talked about a snack fest before when we were when the vendor um, uh, stalls were open. But now we're up to the point of the snack fest. So it's this Friday. So Friday and Saturday, September 27th and 28th, it's open to the public from 5 to 11. It's down on 100 Alder Street. So oh. if you want to come, and a lot of the people that we've had on the show will be there. So um, you can come and meet some of our guests and come talk to us. We'll be there too. So that would be great. Come see us at the snack are they, fest. Are they serving snacks? Well, it's so this one, it's kind of like the night, night market. It's put on by the same people that do the night market, but it's all food. And so every vendor is a food vendor. So they have That's lots great. of food trucks outside, lots of things being cooked inside, and then mm. lots of people, you know, like me, small business owners, mm-hmm. selling their wares. Cool. So come see us, everybody. And if you are a food entrepreneur that has a press release for us to announce or an event for us to talk about, just go ahead and send it to startupradionetwork.com. I and have we will an help you spread the word. You do? Yeah. Let's Hear it. So a couple of weeks ago, we had Tessa from TMK Creamery on, yeah. and she was talking about the vodka that they're making from whey, yeah. and that Friday, October 4th is Vodka Day. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they sent out notice that they are having a Vodka Day, but they changed theirs to Saturday the 5th. Oh, great. And they have a bunch of activities. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, you're going to get to taste the vodka, and you can have their um, cow to cone ice cream. That's so exciting. And so it's because we uh, we are going together, right? Yeah. If okay. you're, I didn't know since it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Now, I can be... probably swing it if it's Saturday. Okay. And I'll bring Adeline because she'll love to meet those cows. Yeah, I can bring Ames. We'll be um, have fun with our kids. Cool. Day. Family day at the farm. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks. And we, uh, speaking of local farms and local business businesses, it's not just Sarah and I here in the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. She's been yes. sitting here patiently waiting for us to quit yammering. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to you ladies for a long time. <laughs> so welcome, Julie Ulin from Ryan's Juice Company. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's we're really s- neat. We're so glad, <laughs> to, have glad to have you, Julie. So, I've you known Julie for a long time. You have? Yeah. How long have I known you? Probably about 10 years. I was thinking about that. It's easily 10 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's so Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I reached out to her immediately when I got a job as product developer at Red River Juice because I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah is the go-to person for anyone who doesn't know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She helps you figure it out. So if there's any listeners out there that feel like they're overwhelmed by their food job and they don't know what they're doing, just, just go give talk them to call. Sarah. <laughs> she, Sarah. she will help you figure it out for sure. Yeah. So how long have you been with Ryan's Juice Company, Julie? Uh, almost 11 years now. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so cool. So th- this is interesting because a lot of times when we have people on our show, they have just started their business. Right. But Ryan's Juice has been around since 1979. Yes. Is that right? That's right. So you are officially the longest <laughs> standing business that oh, we've good. had on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. It is really cool that they've been in business so long. And there's an interesting story about how they got started I was wondering if Julie could tell us that story. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, David Ryan is one of four children, and when he was 15 years old, his father died suddenly of a heart attack, and they had a small farm. Mm. And his uh, one of the things they were growing on their farm was apples. And so he, one of the local, I think it was a doctor, gave his mother a a, a cider maker, you know, a, a, press. a juice maker, a press, oh. yeah. And she started pressing cider, and the kids started selling it. Uh, door to door, and it was unpasteurized. It just totally, just fresh juice. absolutely fresh. I bet juice. it was so good, absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. Mm. And uh, she was doing very well. And she and the youngest child were in Portland delivering, and um, 
they were hit and she was killed. What? So yeah, so David lost both his parents within a year as a oh, that's just as a young right. man. No, so fortunately the community, which you know, it's it was his church, his small community. Everybody kind of came in and helped with the kids. And his oldest sister was old enough to get custody of the younger three, hmm. from what I understand. Okay, and uh, so he had a home base, and he picked up he's the salesman in the family yeah. and picked it up and ran with it <clears throat> excuse me and started to um sell more and more of the family's wares and then started picking up from other farmers and delivering into Portland and doing anything he could to in the food industry in the fruit industry in the valley to make a, a dime and uh, then started turning it into gallons of juice and then started you know, pasteurizing the juice. I mean, he just continued to grow it until, you know, he had this incredible uh, small business at the time. And then Costco came along. Oh, Costco. Yes, (laughs) Costco. And that catapulted him um, to a whole nother level. And then, of course, as we know, all good things must come to an end. So in about 10 years then, uh, Costco kind of moved into their own manufacturing, and so David went into uh, large tankers. And so now we have 5,500-gallon tankers going up and down the freeway, delivering to other manufacturers. So we are primarily a, an ingredient manufacturer. The difference between our juice and every other juice out there is we don't do anything to the juice. Um, we don't add anything to it. We don't even use enzymes to press it to get more juice out of the apples. So it is as close to fresh pressed as it can possibly be. Now we do have to flash pasteurize it, um, but it alters the flavor not at all. And it's absolutely, I think, the best juice out there. It's really tasty. I've had it. Yeah, that's quite an origin story from like yeah. tragedy to yeah. this huge success of yes. like juicing all this juice for everybody when you just are starting mm-hmm. out with one tiny press, yeah. you know, yeah. And, yeah. and selling out of the trunk of your car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, truly, it's one of those that you you know you hear about but you don't know anybody. Well, now we now we know somebody. It, yeah, it happens. Yeah, and now he employs about 150 people. That's so wow. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a big operation Kudos to him. Yeah. And and you're based in Hood River, mm-hmm. which is the base of Mount Hood. And I grew up on the other side of the mountain in oh. Welches. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's so it's so beautiful. Yeah. But we don't have apples there. Why is it that that region where you're in is so great for apples? Well, it and right now it's mostly I believe pears and cherries because there was a. I I don't know if it was a freeze or a blight or something that happened at some point in the history of the valley and the apples were taken out and they've put now mostly pears and cherries. We get our apples out of Yakima for the most part because that's ideal. It has just the right uh, latitude and longitude and just the right amount of days. And it's the I think it's either the first or the second largest apple producing area in the country, second only to Michigan, and I'm not sure Michigan's in first place. Yeah. Do you go up to the orchards up there and run through the fields with your hair? (laughs) Yes, 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 in my chiffon. (laughs) (laughs) That is scary. (laughs) I could be shot. (laughs) No, they would be like, oh, the apple angel. It's the apple angel. That's a good ad. I'm going to think about that. I think that's what we need to revitalize. I like that. So you do a lot for Ryan's Juice Company. Can you tell us like what a day would be like for you working there? Well, what is it? What happens? Well, I can tell you what what the whole um, company is doing. I'm a very small part of it. I call myself Pluto. You know, here's the, here is the, um, not the dog. No, Uh, the planet. (laughs) Well, and, and see, we're not sure if it's a planet, are we? Or if it's it's an asteroid or something. Oh, you are a star. So, so, yeah, but we're not quite sure how or why. Uh (laughs) And that's kind of what product development does along the outside. Mm -hmm. It's when called upon, you need to be there. Yes. And so I also do, uh, because it is a small company, I also do the design of all of the labels, um, the packaging, mm. um, any kind of uh, new 
anything that comes out is has to kind of go with me to to production. We have to work with sales, and uh, together we all kind of figure out what this next move is. So, trend spotting is primary, I think, to what a product developer does. I think you have to look down the corridor and mm-hmm. see that, oh, you know, five years ago or more, it was coconut water, you know, and are we going to do anything with that? No, we're not, but we're going to know that that's, you know, coming down the pike mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. I mean, it's very important. I was a, I was a designer before I became, uh, before I came into the food industry. Now that, you're a food designer. And now I'm a food designer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the same idea. Yeah. You still care about texture, color, mm-hmm. um, flavor. A flavor, of course, is paramount. And Mr. Ryan quality. has... Yes. Oh, well, that's primary, is yes. that we keep the quality. We always want this unadulterated juice at the core of our business. And then when we develop flavors or um, when we develop new product, we have to keep in mind our core values of that apple is at the center of every, is at the core of everything we do. Excuse the pun. Yeah. I love apple puns. Yeah. (laughs) We got a million of them. (laughs) Which product is the apple of your eye? Oh. That you might have developed. It's always the latest one. What is it? It would be our sparkling vinegar drink that is so refreshing and so good. There used to be, um, back in the day when, People worked worked the farm. There were those things called shrubs yes. that that you took out to the workers, and mm-hmm. it it was a, a beverage that satisfied your thirst better than just water. And that mm-hmm. was water with a little bit of fruit juice and some vinegar in it, um, mm-hmm. apple cider vinegar. Yeah, and that was is more refreshing. And we carbonated it, took that idea, carbonated it, did six. And actually, eight different flavors. What are uh, the flavors? Two that haven't hit the market yet. So oh, those are secret those are flavors. Secret, yeah. But we started with Honeycrisp because people really love the taste of Honeycrisp. They're addicted but, to it. I yeah. know it. But keep in mind, it sparkles and it's got a little twang at the mm-hmm. end. So those two tablespoons of vinegar that you want to have, you know, during your day, which is a spouse to be, and I, I'm a subscriber, firm believer. I am. Um, I, I. To take I those know a every lot day. Of people are yeah. absolutely it. Yeah. it levels out your blood sugar. If you're hungry, it'll stop the hunger. Um, if you're getting a little shaky because you haven't had your carbs, you drink a little bit of that, and you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. The um, okay, so we have Honeycrisp. We have apple um, raspberry. We have apple blackberry. Wait, this is a real quiz here. Uh, <laughs> Isn't there one that's kind of spicy? Yes, we do. We have a cinnamon spice. Yeah, I like the spicy yeah, one. Yeah, it's really good. It tastes okay. kind of like um, apple pie. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, especially like this it. time of year, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a lemon ginger and one that is escaping blackberry? me. Blackberry? We have blackberry, raspberry. Yeah, you'll think of it in a minute. And it'll come to me, and then I'll really. Feel and so it. those sparkling vinegar drinks—they are so people would find them in the like drink section, like the cold drink section, right? Like they... at the end cap in in Safeway, Albertsons, those uh, major retailers carry it, and it's in a cute little brown bottle that has Ryan's embossed in the glass. Oh, very cool! And so it's in a little stubby. And uh, it has, you know, kind of a farm label on it. And um, we try to keep it, you know, old, kind of old yeah. fashioned and, and fresh. And there's nothing in there to keep it preserved except for the apple cider vinegar, which is We, we like to talk about packaging and packaging choices on the show a lot because our, you know, people listening are in, in food manufacturing themselves. Yeah. So what made you guys go with that um, bottle with the logo embossed on it? Did, um, and I'll tell you, this was not easy to do. I mean, yeah. and Mr. Ryan is very particular. He's very detail-oriented. So it took us a long time to get that just exactly right. But I think it's really um, a showstopper now. Yeah, and I think, I think it, it's really cool. It I is mean, very it, cool. It, you recognize it right away. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's something very special. And it does have that very old-time feel. Absolutely. Which is really cool. And that's what we want. to We want to keep that tradition no matter how... Um, on trend, we want to be. We also want to keep that core of tradition because that's really what the Ryan family is about. They're yeah. very traditional. They very, they very much uh, of the of the land of the farm. They very much support the farmer. Um, 
and David has a great relationship with his growers. Um, it's all very uh, integral to the way the company works. So. Yeah. So did you design the sparkling drinks? Like that was part of something that you brought new to the company? Yes, because with the with the big uh, surge of kombucha, um, I'm and you know don't ever don't ever think I'm really trend worthy because I was the one who said oh I don't think this is going to last. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> it's hard to know. You never want to jump on the trend yeah. ban- bandwagon, but yeah. also this is something that people um, have been participating in in yes. a long time, where you add that vinegar into your that's right your daily regimen. So it's not it's not exactly a trend. I mean, no. it's something that has been around. That's right, and that and because the the consumer and especially the young consumer has more of a uh, acceptance of tart and of sour and not so sweet. Mm-hmm. This is that nice segue between soda pop and alcohol. It's nothing. It's not either one, but it kind of substitutes for both. So if you're at a party and you want to drink a non-alcoholic drink, this you're still holding a little brown bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like beer, but yes, it's not. it does look like a session, I have to say. It's true. But look for the embossed bottle because yeah. that's the difference. And then it also has very little sugar in it. And what sugar it has is all natural from the apple cider. That's the only sweetener that's in it. Oh, cool. It's just apple cider. And uh, that vinegar in there equals out the uh, glycemic index of the apple cider. So it just it just keeps your blood sugar really stable. And I find if I'm dragging in the middle of the afternoon, I take one of those in and uh, I'm a new girl. So it's, it's a really great drink. I'm very proud of it. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace. Committed to serving all Oregonians with the mission to advance the science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production. We are inspired by the creativity of food innovation, new economic opportunities, and new experiences, because food brings people together. And has it been, um, you know, getting something new into the marketplace sometimes is challenging. Yes. Do people understand it right away no. when you talk to grocery buyers and stuff? <laughs> no, no one gets it. <laughs> so what do you do to... you got to try it. Yeah. And that's where our success comes in is if we can get out there and do the demos and have people sample it and they need to know it's going to be there, you know, yeah. and that's, we are really the only ones doing it the way we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Bragg's has an apple cider vinegar drink. It's... It, Ours tastes good, yeah. and that's the difference. And yeah. it has absolutely nothing artificial in it, um, so it's it's the real deal. And I think you could, you know, you can certainly give it to your child as a substitute for any kind of uh, soda, and I think they'd be very satisfied. Yeah, yes. I heard they have a lot of sodas in Europe that are based on vinegar right now. Mm-hmm. So oh. you're kind of ahead of the trend here in the U.S. Whew. Good job. Yeah. 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 I saw it coming. Yeah. yeah. More to the story, actually. I think you're making your own apple cider vinegar. Are you not? We have done that. Yes, we have. And that's what we're working with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's it's pretty kind exciting. of on our, yeah. yeah. It's, it only makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? That we would do our own vinegar as well. And it's also, I mean, I know that sounds weird that there's a different taste in vinegars. But because we don't do anything to the apple juice that makes the apple cider vinegar, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really good. It's cool. Yeah, it's delicious. That's so cool. And so then um, you you still do, though, the apple juice, right? Absolutely. So th- we still do apple juice. We do honey crisp. This is our big time of year. You'll find us at uh, roadside stands as well as in the major department or department, um, major grocery stores. Um, and one of the things I wanted to kind of bring up is that we, we have a lot of when we press this much juice, which are is thousands of gallons weekly. Yeah, um, we have a lot of residual, which is the core, the seeds, the stems, and the skin. Yes, and that is you it's know called pumice. Yes, it is, and it or apple pulp. Either way, pulp or pumice. Pulp or pumice, and we have um, worked with OSU to find ways to remake that into a secondary uh, added value product. So there's a lot of things on the on the uh, blackboard um, coming up about things we're doing with that. So that's exciting for us because it's a it's a value added product for us and as well it is um, it's just 
plain old good for you. I mean, it's the, all of the great nutrition of the apple is in that part of the product. And if we can dry it, if we can, I mean, we've, we've molded it, we've made it into um, biodegradable uh, forks and knives. Um, there's all kinds of things, packaging. It's That's so cool. And cool. you don't know this about me, but I have a cookbook that is about, it's called um, Preservation Pantry, and it's about taking, using all parts of the produce. So it's totally, you're like speaking my language oh, right now. Of like, okay. <laughs> of like the things yeah. that I'm totally into. And so I didn't think about turning the apple pulp into something else mm-hmm. that's not food, you know, Functional. but it makes yeah. so much sense. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that you guys are looking at that stuff. I love when food businesses care enough to realize we have this stuff that we could just throw away or we could just compost, but we can also do something with it, which is a big part of of food waste. And if we're, you know, if we have all of this stuff that we can do something with, we should. And, and, you know, I think I like to encourage any business owners to try to figure that piece out because, and the Food Innovation Center is a a great place to go to get help with that because there are, I meet people all the time that are just composting things or you know I used to work in kitchens where we had like shared garbage space and you uh-huh. so you see what people are throwing oh, away yeah. so and much it's garbage crazy. Yes. it makes you like Sick. disgusted yes. yeah. to see how much stuff is wasted yeah. and mm-hmm. it just makes you feel like we there's, there's got to be a better way right. you know so mm-hmm. I love find that you guys it. are doing that yeah. that's really cool yeah hey can you tell us anything about any things that you might have thought were a great idea but you discarded well this happens a lot for entrepreneurs yeah I really think of you as an entrepreneur inside of Ryan's. I think that's exactly, I think that's why I was hired is because David knew me as a business owner prior and I had manufactured manufactured, um, in two other businesses that I'd owned. One was jewelry and the other was uh, ceramic dishware and they were healthy little businesses and I was tired of doing my own business wanted to come home to be with my kids. Well, yeah. by the time the kids were gone, now what? You know, mm-hmm. um, and at, it just the timing worked out well that um, I was able to come in and do some work with David, and it, it, it you know, we jived. But um, that entrepreneurial spirit is what I think every company has to have in yes. order to stay fresh, and in order to. Um, keep that edge that mm-hmm. will keep you out on the on the front so that's what um let's see you the question was have you come up with something that didn't fly yeah what are some of the i mean oh, every sure. company has them oh yeah well you know we did it i mean the caramel they, we did a, we have a fantastic caramel sauce and here's oh a gosh. here's a plug we still make it we just don't sell it what? we now here's the deal we make it <laughs> once a year for harvest fest which is coming oh. up october 11th through the 13th oh she's got a plug here's a plug <laughs> yes hood river harvest fest you must be there that's it only is, a couple of weeks from the, now. i know it's very cool and um, we ha- are one of the sponsors. We have a big tent, and we sell our juice. We'll sell our sparkling cider there, mm-hmm. but we will also oh, and caramel apples. But we'll Ooh. also be selling our world famous caramel apple parfait, and oh. and that is worth the trip to Portland just to have one of those. But you can't. I mean, to Hood River. Yeah, you sorry. can't get the stuff in the jar, though. No, you can't. Not yet. So working Every on it. Every year, we're still saying we're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. <laughs> um, and we have worked on it, and we're close, but we're just not quite there yet. However, if you do come to the booth, you will have a, a caramel apple parfait to die for that has our apple cider sauce all over it, and it is like um, a piece of apple pie in a cup. It's, it's so just yummy, the most delicious. So, w- what we do is we put shortbread cookie crumbled up on the bottom, then we put chopped Granny Smith apples, mm. ice cream, and our caramel sauce over that, which is warm, and then we do it all again, and then we top it's it layered. Uh huh. So you get two big layers: Whoa. whipped cream and granola toffee. A mixture over the top and all of that is five bucks and you are happy. Whoa, that's happy, extra. Happy. Only five bucks yeah, for I all want that it indulgence. Right it's now. huge. <laughs> I know. It is, it is. We call it autumn in a cup. It and is so worth it. And so you can only get that at the Harvest Festival that's, in Hood that's River. That's it. You have to come see us. But Where if is you, the Harvest Festival in oh, Hood it's River? right down uh, at the um, events site. You can't miss it. If you okay. come to Hood River, you'll see the, the events site is just you take a left off the freeway when you get into Hood River. 
And if you wear a buffalo plaid shirt or jacket, which is the red and black classic plaid, we at Ryan's will not only sing our special song for you. What? Yeah, we will call you out, sing a song to you, and give you a free hot spice cider just for having fashion sense. have a buffalo plaid oh, shirt, but to, I want oh, yeah. just so Go I can I actually have theory. an old uh, wool one. one. You do. You can borrow a few, though. I think yeah. we should go together to the Apple Fest. Oh, and we'll sing a duet. I'd have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like my daughter would love that yeah. Sunday. It like sounds she really, would be so stoked. Oh, really she would. Yummy. And they have great face painters there. Um, really good ones. And as a face painter. Pumpkin Carver does a huge pumpkin. It's it's really worth And plus all the produce. Plus we have the Fruit Loop where, you know, you drive around to all of the farm stands. And every farm stand has something very special. Yeah. We have the alpaca farm and it's all on the on when the i was a kid going to the apple festival was like a big deal in hood river you like everybody would talk about it you would mm-hmm. be like you know even though it's we were on the other side of the mountain so you drive over but it's like everyone goes yes it's, it's a big deal it's yeah. like it's like the fair of yeah. that area yeah, you it's know like the height of the season yeah. for all of the farmers in the valley you know, they get to show their stuff. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I haven't been since I was rich. a kid. I, I, I need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for the soul to experience autumn in the gorge. It's, that's for sure. So mm-hmm. I always ask people, if you had a choice to pick somebody to represent Ryan's, who would it be? Would it be a celebrity? Would it be a comedian? Who would it be a famous writer? Does anyone come to mind? Boy, I'm trying to think. Um. I, I guess that I, Hemingway. I don't I, that's know. honestly. I'm, 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 I'm thinking Colonel Sanders. No, oh, no, 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 he's be doing no, 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 he's chicken. Um, gosh, that's a that's a really good question, and I'd never really thought of it quite like that. I might go with um, Andy Griffith. Oh, nice. I think Andy Griffith would represent us very well. That's a good one. Yeah. He's, you know, you trust him, you like him. Yeah, he's, he's approachable. Down to earth, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's, and a, he's kind of funny. Too. He is kind of funny, and he's very friendly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That Thank is a you. good one. I have kind of a silly question, or maybe, maybe it's not, but I don't really know the difference between apple cider and apple juice. Is there a difference? Because I didn't want to <laughs> say the wrong thing, and then I started no. looking it up, and then I was in this weird internet hole where I was like, yeah. I don't even know anymore. Okay, so I'll can tell you, you. Tell me. I'll tell you what we tell people who ask us that okay it really it is out there in in grocery pretty much the same thing mm. however for us apple cider is unfiltered yeah so you still have it's a little cloudy l- cloudy yeah. it's part of the apple is in there um apple juice is more of a filtered product so okay. they filter the particles out of it yeah. yeah and you guys don't do that we don't do that so you're apple cider and we're apple cider Mm-hmm. We call it juice, you know, but it's apple cider, basically. Yeah. So we could go and buy, what, a gallon jug of this and yes. take it home. And what what would we do with it? Or do you have any good, like, oh yeah, good ideas for folks in their home kitchens? Oh, what yeah. They... Well, of course, the first thing and the you easiest go to, you drink it. Right. But the other thing is you can put it in a crock pot with some uh, cinnamon sticks and a little bit of nutmeg. Anything mm. you would put in a in an apple pie. But it smells a little really good. Bit, it smells so good. And mm-hmm. on a cold day, nothing quite warms you like that because it's just. And it then just, that's a spiced cider, yes, right? Yeah. That's doing a that. spiced cider. Whenever right. you could put hot sauce in there. <gasps> oh, oh, I think okay. that would be fabulous. Yeah. It would be really spicy. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's something that's on my. It's on her list. Of the future is she always I has need to always have a hot. I have a hot one coming up. We might have to get together. We should talk about it. Yeah, that's my talk. favorite thing. Okay, I've, you know I've made you a could... spicy wine before. Okay, well why not spicy cider she with can your put spice? Apple pulp or pumice in <gasps> a sauce. That's true. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that would. Be... We need to get together. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. I don't know if you know this, but Sarah has her own production kitchen. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. You do. You should have a little one. Sarah, we're going to get to be really good friends. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. And I love coming up with new ideas. That's like my favorite thing to do. We could probably just blow our minds out (laughs) together. Because that's that's me too. I like to see, okay, put these things in front of me and then what can we do with them? What are they? Mm -hmm. So another thing you can do with your apple cider is actually when you're making, and I put this on Facebook just the other day. When you're making your applesauce at home, you know how you boil your apples to cook yeah, them down? Forever. Do it in cider. Oh. If you do it in cider, you don't have to add another thing. No sugar added. Nothing. Just gives it the it's extra flavor. So it's just that extra apple flavor. That the water pulls the flavor out. Yeah. The apple cider doesn't. That's it, such a good idea. It just holds it there, and it's so delicious. Mm. And I had some substandard apples, believe me, that I was working with, and yeah. I put Ryan cider in there. Boom. I think that's what people do. The apple, you buy apples with the intention of heating them, and they start to get a little, uh, and then you make applesauce. That's yeah, yeah. or a pie. <laughs> that's right. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah. most home economists yeah. do. That's right. And the other thing you can do is boil it down, get that nice concentrate. Mm-hmm. You know, just let it simmer until you get a nice syrup, and you can use that over your pancakes, or you can use it in a marinade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it a pork it's chops. a delicious. Oh, over pork chops, fabulous. Yeah, we have a lot of recipes that we. Um, have posted in the past, and I should post again, mm-hmm. with uh, using our cider in cooking because it's really that and apple cider vinegar. Those two things are a lost ingredient. So you were mentioning that you're shipping apple uh, cider all over the place in big, huge trucks. We do. Where are you shipping it to? Well, mostly up and down the West Coast. To, to who? To, well, to other beverage makers who need okay. to remain nameless. Okay. But who are who do who use apple juice as a core, and also the hard cider companies use our apple oh, cider. Oh, talk about that a yeah, little bit. That's Everybody been an loves exciting alcohol. growth Come in on. our industry. <laughs> you should have brought some. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Dang it, we needed a drink. <laughs> yeah. We are the secret quote unquote ingredient in. So many of these, uh, especially this region's um, apple or hard ciders, um, because they have outgrown their own orchards. Yeah. And so we kind of uh, take pride in the fact that we come alongside some of the small guys and have been with them since they were little. Mm -hmm. And now they're ordering tankers from us. So that's our objective is to get them from the totes. To the tanker size. And mm-hmm. so that's something that I noticed on your website that was interesting was that you, really you're kind of a trucking business as well because we you're you're bringing all these things to all of these people, which right. is an mm-hmm. interesting side of it. And it kind of made me, when I looked at the at the website, I was like, oh, cool. This is like a, you know, a farm business. But then when I really was like digging into it, I was like, oh, they make a, lo- a lot of juice. A lot of juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, we this make is a lot bigger than what I thought like it was. When yes. you go into their facility, I had the privilege of going on a tour. You walk in and it's like several, the the rooms are like several stories tall. Oh, wow. And the equipment is enormous. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, we're talking industrial stuff here. Yeah, he's totally gone from the garage of 1980 to the the warehouses. Yeah, the full industrial. blown. Yeah, and That's the big so presses. Cool. And and all the apples are still coming from the area. They right? come from Yakima. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool that yeah. you can take something that started so small and make it big, but still be using local produce. And, Absolutely, and we, supporting that local economy. That's really awesome. Yeah. We only use Washington apples. Yeah. Julie, I'm going to yeah. blow your mind right now. Have you ever thought about seeing if there's any protein in the pumice? We have looked into that. There yeah. just isn't. There's none there at no, all. I it's wish just there fiber was. and carbohydrates. There's fiber, pectin. Pectin. Lots of pectin. So, okay. And it's, it's, you know, it's, very, it's very good for you, but it's not the whole package. It's not an egg. It's not an egg. No. Okay. <laughs> Sarah's mind is turning. I know. Right. You can see it on her face. But, can we do? Why couldn't She's we trying to a, figure it out? Yeah. Why couldn't we blend it with a protein powder? Yeah, make yeah. some of those protein powders taste yeah. better. Yeah. Well, we certainly can make a protein bar taste better. Yeah, that's for We've sure. We've done that. And so, but really, for the most part, the, the products that are coming out that people can go find in the grocery store because we want to send them there are the apple cider and then the sparkling. Yes. So go to your produce section because that's even where our apple 
cider is sold when it's fresh and even when it's shelf-stable. We also do a shelf-stable, which just means that you can keep it in your cupboard longer. It still tastes better than anybody else's because mm-hmm. we have no preservatives. Yeah. Is this is the shelf-stable one filtered? Is it more is, or no? So nope. it's still it's cloudy. still an, an apple cider. Yeah, that's great. it's cloudy. Yeah. And so and seasonally, I mean, that's the one you want to keep on hand right yeah. now. So, yeah, be what? sure and check your produce section. Hey, Sarah, you always ask people where they can find our guest in social media. Oh, yeah. So I was wondering if you could tell us that. We have a Facebook page, Ryan's uh, Fresh Fruit Juices. And we also have an Instagram, Ryan's oh, Juice. Okay. So, yeah, check in with us. We're, um, in, we're in that interim of having our uh, social media person um, move to another location. So we're working on it. But but definitely the tune in because this is our season and we're beefing that up. Yeah, it's always nice to be able to kind of get to know people through their social media. Like that's usually what I do before people come on the air. So I, it was very easy to find you guys. Good. And you could you could find it easily. Good. Um, and you kind of get to know the story a little bit just through looking through your yeah. pictures and the things that you do. And that that was one of the things I realized was how important it was for you guys with the new the newer product, the sparkling beverage, to sample. Like how important it is for you to get out there because there's a Absolutely. lot of you guys at events and things. Yes. And so I, I'm glad that we got to talk about that because it is anytime that you have something new that people don't get right away you have to get out there in front of people and let them try it and then they're like oh i get it right right (laughs) and it just occurred to me too that we're just we're gonna ship our organic um fresh cider to costco real soon and there will be demos in those stores so so people be sure and look for for it there. there right and that'll be our organic one Ooh, organic. Yeah, hard is, to come by. Is yeah. that going to be a shelf-stable one no, or a cold? No, it will be section. cold. Okay. Yeah, so that is a 30-day shelf life, and so after you open it. So you want to make sure you get it and drink it because now's the time. And you talked about flash pasteurizing. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain what that process looks like? Yeah, instead of holding uh, the juice at a high temperature and cooking it, it just really brings it up really fast and holds it there for 10 seconds and then drops it very quickly so that it kills any pathogen or anything that's in there that shouldn't be and yet retains the fresh taste. So we're pretty proud of that. And you do that in the package or in the tank? No, we do it in the tank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I've never um, seen anybody flash pasteurize anything, but I, I noticed that that's it's something fast. that people talk about. Yeah. yeah, it's very fast. And in the, however, it's different in the... Uh, Sparkling cider, we pasteurize it in the bottle. Oh yeah, so yeah, so it's 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 been a total learning experience for me, who's never been in any kind of food was never until this ever in any kind of food processing except in my own kitchen. So yeah, yeah, it's very exciting, very fun, and and just such an education. And is all of the um, processing, all of the um, you know juice making stuff done there in Hood yes. River, or do you have just, just one facility? Right. Yeah. One yeah. big one facility. One big facility. <laughs> Who yeah. are some of your neighbors? I think there are other people mm-hmm. producing food in. Oh yeah. Hood River. We have Tofurky. Yeah. We have Kogo juices. Oh. Um, yeah. Columbia Gorge Organics are friends of ours. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to think who else we have out there. We're so they're just they're in nooks and crannies. So for the years, company, though, you're only 100 percent apple juice. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Yeah. We just stick with one thing because that's what we know and we do it pretty well. So we yeah. thought we shouldn't mess. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, that's right. Shouldn't mess. And I just I'm in awe of. I will never take food production uh, for granted again yeah. because just one ingredient, mm-hmm. I cannot believe what it it's takes complex. to get that to market. Right. Yeah. It's a mono ingredient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is amazing to mm-hmm. me. The number of people and the processes that have to be um, accomplished before you can legitimately get it out there and put it on the shelf. So your company has been working with the Food Safety Modernization Act. You right. have a HASA plan that yep. has to be in place for juice processing. It's pretty complicated to meet all the quality demands for juice production. Absolutely, and it's only getting more so. So yeah. there's more certifications. Um, more. We have this FSC 22000 certification, mm. which just was grueling for our QA department, Um, but we've achieved it and we've maintained it. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And and retailers are starting to mandate uh, stricter um, checks and balances. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot more paperwork involved. 
um, you know, social uh, uh, audits um, to make sure that you're, you know, hiring fairly. And it's just it's it's been pretty incredible um, Mm. to watch over the last decade to see how it's gotten more and more complex. So if you could do one thing for the Ryan's Juice Company right now, if you had a magic wand, Mm. what would it be? I would put us on every, every, in every produce section of every market on the West Coast. We're not quite there. You're not quite there? No. That's a good goal. Well, it's it's feasible. Yeah, I think you can do it. I think we can, too. I think Get we're busy. <laughs> what am I doing here? You've got work to do. <laughs> That's right. should be I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I sure hope nobody knows I'm here. Oh, they, they will. <laughs> uh, who is your is the Ryan's Juice like ideal customer? Well, actually, you know, it's the family. Because and that just that encompasses all ages. I mean, it's truly juice has a bad rap because of the sugar that's in it. Yeah. However, if you water it down a little for your child, it's wonderful for them. And if you want to put it in a sparkling water or an adult drink, it's got a great flavor. And it's always it's always comforting. Mm -hmm. The thing about apple is comfort. It's glucose, though. Yeah, it it's is. Not, it's not it's really not, it's sugar. Not sugar. So sh- right yeah. now with the new food labeling laws, you have to label added sugar, and I'm pretty sure we, don't. we would never see that no, on no, your no, label. No, 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 no. We don't do any of that. So it's pure no energy. Our, our be good chief, for runners, actually. Yeah. Our chief blender has a, uh, a, a parameter that he has to hit between how, how um, tart it is, how sweet it is, um, what the pH is, mm-hmm. all of that. And he's an expert at knowing. Yeah, he must be. Yeah, he really is. Because if you see those hundreds and hundreds of bins of apples out there. So you go out and taste them? Like he's out there with his little paring knife well, and you see him like climbing up 10 <laughs> bins to get an apple from <laughs> he, the top. He and, doesn't do that, but we do have that done. And they do test, you know, the, the batches that come in. And then he blends it accordingly in order to get the right flavor. And then Mr. Ryan tastes every batch that goes out which yeah so he is the one who says no it's you know uh, there's something wrong with the mouthfeel or it's too tart or and then they test it he has taste buds that are like whoa blow your mind sometimes Mm. he can even tell you what blends are in the he knows what's in the blend yeah wow it's crazy it's crazy we all just shake our heads because we have no clue if he's right or not Like okay, yes, 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 sir. Whatever you say. We believe you. (laughs) Do you have a favorite apple? Um, You know, I'm always a fan of what you can use the most of, and it's the good old Granny Smith. I mean, I Mm -hmm. I like tart anyway. Um, Honeycrisp is so so popular. Um, Pink Lady has a a big plus to it, and there's this uh, new one coming out called Is it Lucy Rose? Something like that. Something like that. And I haven't tried the Cosmic Crisp. Have you tried that? I haven't. I need to go to like new seasons. A lot of times in the fall, they'll bring in all the apples and you can walk around and taste them. Yes, that we, is, that's a great thing. The, we and we also do the Port- Apple Festival at Portland Nursery. Yeah, Portland Nursery. And, and they um, have like every Bins. variety of apples and you can taste them. Oh, I mean, it's, can a, buy them. It's, it's a wild ride. Like there's so many people there. But if you mm-hmm. come early, yeah. you can taste all the apples. Yes. <laughs> We've yes. been there before. Have you tried the Opal? I have. Okay. And the Opal Apple is great for parents who want their kids to have an opal Mm -hmm. i mean have an apple in their lunch because you can slice it and it won't turn brown on you nice Mm -hmm. it's a great apple good to know yeah it was uh first brought in by uh one of our growers up in yakima he's been working on it for 10 years to just get it so that it was and this is not uh gmo it's non-gmo it is just naturally one of those selected that just selected and, and doesn't and brown. It. That's it's cool. bright yellow, and you'll find it in your grocer's. Uh, we do an opal apple juice too, and that I've will come that. out later. Yeah. It's really good. It's a lighter cider, um, but it is it's delicious, and so is the apple. So you should try it. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I've never even heard of it. I'll have to look for it. Yeah, I definitely do. had it last last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any advice for? New businesses entering the marketplace. Oh, boy. 
you know, my heart goes out to him because it is getting harder because I would say, do it now. If you've got a good idea, do it now. It's only going to get tougher. And yeah. you've got Sarah. So I mean, <laughs> while you've got Sarah. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, can I make it? Ten more years. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we're gonna clone you. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get yes. other people train. But yeah. yeah. I probably could be there another ten years. Yeah, you are a gift. And mm-hmm. um and we all know it at Ryan's. And uh, I hate to almost recommend you to people because then I can't get to you. Oh. But, but I, you know, I, I'll pull strings if I have to, but oh. it's it's always wonderful to know the Food Innovation Center's there, Sarah's there. Um, OSU is a huge help to anyone new. Go go to your small business administration to figure out what you have to know, and yeah. then you know go see Sarah, especially yeah. field of food, um, field of food or field of beverage mono sort of things. We have so many experts in the agricultural experiment stations. Yeah, it's kind of amazing actually if you don't know much about it you should look into it and And there's a big ag experiment station in hood river right and they want to help you succeed and they're Mm -hmm. very excited when you come and use their resources so i would say absolutely go through the osu extensions um they have been super helpful anytime we've approached them yep yeah, yeah, I think that's good advice. I think sometimes when people have an idea and it's just an idea, they they don't know how to take the next steps, but they don't want somebody to like steal their yeah, idea. They yeah, so they're, afraid. Afraid. So yeah. they're, they're afraid. afraid to go in, this but I think only... you just have to yeah. do it. You just yeah. have to go in. You have to talk to people. It helps um, motivate you to start getting things done, and mm-hmm. it just makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. and, and to... people really aren't going to steal your idea. Yeah. No, they'll get excited <laughs> for you. Yeah, I mean... they'll probably try, try and tell you how to change your idea yeah. so it's yeah. their idea. Idea, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. And that might be what a lot of people are afraid of. Yeah. Um, but somewhere in between, if you can take somebody's advice like your own mm-hmm. and your idea kind of work and it. kind of work them so mm-hmm. that they're you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And the I, the goal is to achieve success for everybody. You yes. know, it's yes. not to take away. It's to, yes. you know, make your business and your product successful. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Definitely don't be afraid to get help from people. Mm. OK, so we are. Pretty much out of time. Wow. Is there anything you want to fast? Yeah, it went, it went fast. so fast. Oh, Is there anything goodness. you want to put out there? Anything you want to plug? Any last? Uh, absolutely. I think that you need to go to that produce section. Look for the Ryan's brand. You'll see the one with the mountain on it and the big red Ryan's, either in the little brown bottle or the big yellow jug. That's uh, that's the purchase of the month. Nice. Go, yeah. So Thank everybody you. go and find it. And then also they can go to the Ryan stand at the Hood River oh, Harvest dude. Apple Festival. Yeah, and come and say you uh, you heard about us on this show and there might be a little something for you. Ooh. Something, something. A little something, something for you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so lovely to meet you and have you. you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. I'm coming to a kitchen near you. Yay. So. Uh, <laughs> let's get together. Oh, no. Look for some hot, hot spicy cider coming. <laughs> We record Masonian Marshall inside of Ned Space. Tune in every week, Friday at 9 a.m., and find us and our favorite makers. Thank you all on our audio engineer and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you would like to be on the show, please hit us up at startupradionetwork.com. And thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Committed to serving Oregonians with the mission of advancing science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are inspired by the creativity of new food development. We strive to find new flavors, new economic opportunities, new experiences, and honor diversity. We are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace because good food brings people together. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.